Hello everybody. My name is Rana Ayub. I'm a journalist and a global opinions writer at the Washington Post. And here on my Substack, I do my podcasts, write my investigations, opinions as much as I can. Uh, besides my day job of writing for other publications, uh, here on my Substack also, I speak a truth which is often not edited out, which is uncensored, and I'm grateful that I can do that here where uh, I have to be politically correct as a journalist. Um, today, what I'm going to speak about is not really a report, is is a reflection from me as a journalist who is living this reality in India, who also has a job to report and write about this um, with objectivity, which is often asked of us, you know, we have to be objective as journalists. Um, over the last one week, or probably a little more than that, when a police officer, a constable, shot three Muslims on the train and stood there on their dead body and invoked Prime Minister Modi and Yogi Adityanath and, and gave a warning to Muslims. And I was reading a report where he has no remorse and he said he could have killed more Muslims on the train had he had more time. And he refused treatment from, um, I mean, that's what the report in midday says, that he refused treatment from an intern, a doctor at the hospital who had a beard, thinking he was a Muslim. Uh, in the meantime, I have also been reading, posting videos from Haryana where there have been Mahasabhas asking to publicly boycott Muslims. In between, there are those lynching of Muslims which are no longer footnotes also. So we have gone from the stage of being on the front page of newspapers to headlines to primetime debates to middle sections to small edits to footnotes to just being a small Instagram story on somebody's page who still believes it is a story worth talking about. Over the last couple of days, I have been trying to write about this moral degradation, a long form, which I wanted to travel to Haryana and I could not because I met with a small freak accident at home and I've been in pain. But the pain is not just physical. It's also what I believe is emotional pain because um, when you report or write something which involves uh, somebody that involves your own community, which triggers events of your own past. Like I have people who know, have read my work, who have been hearing my podcast, know that I am a child of the 92 riots. I am somebody who was in 2002 as a relief worker. I have witnessed the communal carnages. I have lived them. I had to take refuge myself. Me and my family had to take refuge. So when events like this happen, you wonder when will I ever get closure? And, and because there is, it looks like there will never be a closure in this country, which is, which is constantly living this endeavor of of being a communal cauldron of sorts as opposed to a democracy. Um, for the last four days, I think, um, I realized I could not go physically to report because uh, my surgeon said I, I should just uh, ease and rest my back. But more than that, there is the pain of procrastination. Um, that procrastination is not coming from my my inability to write the piece you know i i think i know the story i i have on my laptop i have all the incidences i have a timeline i have all the words but i don't know if i really have the inclination to write because you know when i when i scroll through my social media pages 
I see the, an indifference. I see somebody posting a, a recipe for a smoothie and somebody talking about a vacation in Bali, somebody talking about the release of a film, somebody, um, somebody you know, talking about uh, what's new in the fashion cosmetic business. I mean, and these are, they're all well within their rights. This is their job. This is their work. It feels like there is an indifference. Um, you know, even even amongst the films that we watch and we make, you know, our films, thankfully, have now started talking about sexuality, um, you know, uh, injustices towards women and LGBTQ and, you know, all those prejudices. But there is an injustice that we are witnessing as a society, and that's the communal injustice. And I see there is a hesitance to talk about it, not just by the people in power, even the secular well-meaning one, but also our filmmakers and influencers, our, our public figures on social media who, 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 who believe that by looking the other way, they are not just, uh, they are, uh, they're going to not attract the problem to themselves. And, and, and I don't blame them. We are living in a time when any act of, um, you know, defiance, any statement um, has seen um, uh, a vindictive action by the government. I understand. But there is an indifference that is gnawing at me and many others. And, you know, when I posted a story yesterday about um, about feeling this emotional pain about being angrier than I used to be, uh, my edginess reflecting in my conversations, uh, I feel like I'm becoming an angrier person. And Oftentimes, my well-meaning friends are like, you're a journalist, your job is to report and leave the situation. I don't think I have ever been able to do that ever in my career, but more so ever today. So for the last two days, I sit on my laptop, I try to write, and it's a very, very crucial story. And I feel like I'm betraying my readers. Um, as a journalist, I'm being complacent. As a journalist, I'm not doing enough. And I feel like this constantly need to up uh, to speak and I do but I just also fall back on my bed and I just feel frustrated and I feel that nothing that I'm doing is changing anything in the collective imagination of this country and you know I'll read something for James Baldwin said when he when you know when he was when he felt this frustration he's he he said and I and I repeat it here there are days this is one of them when you wonder what your role is in this country and what your future is in it how precisely are you going to reconcile yourself to your situation here and how you're going to communicate to the vast, heedless, unthinking, cruel white majority that you are here. I'm terrified at the moral apathy, the death of heart, which is happening in my country. These people have deluded themselves, sorry, these people have deluded themselves for so long that they really don't think I'm human. And I base this on their conduct, not on what they say. And this means that they have become in them in themselves moral monsters this line i have i have i have heard this uh this speech many times uh, it has been quoted so often in so many editorials and i believe uh someday what we speak 200 years down the line somebody will talk about it but this day today uh i feel an indifference which is eating me up and you know it's 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 and I feel I'm somebody who's a public figure who still has a voice who will still be heard by people there are so many out there god knows how are they venting their frustration 
are they are they escaping it how are they deluding themselves uh, how are they escaping this are they are they are they taking drugs are they are they sleeping are they just going on vacations is that how we delude ourselves i don't know how is but that's again a very privileged position how are the less privileged taking this trigger every day i mean they do not have the privilege of saying i'm feeling terribly uh triggered so i'm not going to go to work there are people whose life depends on daily wages they do not have the luxury of saying i am feeling triggered i saw it in the newspaper it could happen to me i mean i think about how it's affecting me mentally but for them it i mean look at what they are feeling it could happen to me and then you meet your well meaning friends who believe that you know and i meet a lot of strangers you know it's just like the process of talking to strangers across uh, across the country and i and i make it a point to talk to strangers because you know it 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 gives a it gives you an understanding about who the country that you report and you so love uh, is made of and more often when you talk to strangers and you know well meaning people otherwise and these are these are people who are amazing friends and amazing amazing colleagues and amazing husbands and fathers and sisters and and in great relationship but when it comes to talking about what's happening in the country the what aboutery but you know look what's happening in saudi arabia look what's happening in turkey i'm not talking about those countries i live in this country my home my country my india this is the country i belong and then you talk about the more the the economic progress of this country as if as if i am coming in the way of your economic progress you know there is this accusation that somehow so many of us speaking or posting these videos on instagram are being terribly negative and trying to take the country down you know as it if the, as it is the pain that you're experiencing as a journalist is not enough and then to for this accusation to be hurled at you that you're taking the image of the country down and i wonder i and i'm sure so many of us feel about it and i'm sure everybody feels this pain and i'm sure that you are not insensitive but somehow i feel that we are becoming becoming indifferent as a country we are deluding ourselves from the reality that is that is all set to to frame the next couple of years i don't know where will i belong i can see the attitude of my neighbors change i can see the attitude of of my relations change i see a change and which is why i speak because it's palpable my anxiety feels it when i feel low i know i am feeling it you know there's something which psychiatrists will talk about it psychosomatic pain right sometimes when your brain is unable to take the overwhelming thoughts that you're going through and triggers it it translates into physical pain i so often find myself in the grip of shoulder ache and back ache and i'm i'm constantly taping my back and my body and and this is where my my professional becomes my personal so how do i how do i how do i remove that how do i remove that from my personal experience how do you expect a journalist who is a person of color who is reporting on apartheid to not feel about it how do we how do you expect a woman who is reporting on sexual harassment to not feel the trigger how do you expect somebody who has growing up in in an abusive atmosphere at their homes when they were growing up not feel triggered when they're reporting on the same so why should one feel less triggered when they're reporting about a communal culture in this country is becoming when they belong to the same milieu and that's a question i don't i feel like we need to look sorry my words are uh 
it's one of those days when your words betray you right um but i i want that to happen i i don't want to be perfect either for my readers or for my listeners i'm not a perfect journalist i don't always have the right words um this is not a reported podcast where i have written down notes uh this is something that i needed to convey and because i have a platform i feel like this is a way i can com- connect to my readers i have a responsibility i have to write this story and i'm trying my best to write it it's just that each time i sit i'm unable to and it's difficult right somebody asked james baldwin why has it been such a long time since he wrote a book and he said well i've lived two assassinations of dear friends what do you expect me to do carry on as if nothing happened you know none of us are are robots here we are living breathing people we are living breathing people who are witnessing this every single day so we can't pretend that hey let me post a later gram from my from my walk in new york let me post a picture of uh, a great picnic i had with my family yesterday i wish i could i wish i could learn the the art of detaching i wish so many of us could so that we would not be witnessing this emotional pain this indifference that's all for me that's you might not like what i have said and i mean i'm i'm sure you're well within your rights to to not to not agree with me but i believe that i i should have said this and here i am as a journalist repeating my truth that i've been feeling i will write that piece i promise it will come out very very soon i i will i will gather the courage to write it in the next couple of days i will gather the courage to go to haryana and report and to go to kashmir which i've been trying to report trying to travel for a while uh given my own legal cases i mean there are seven of them right now including this defamation case so like i said when i'm not uh, when i'm not reporting and fighting legal cases um uh, and there's every 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 month or there's a brown envelope you know what it means which is drops at my home and i have to work on it but that's me signing off before i start to or struggle to get back to writing um thank you for listening to me and while you're here um do consider subscribing to my substack because um i'm going to i'm going to drop pieces of my head heart uh my my writings uh my reportage here as often as i can i i often take long breaks but i try my best to um thank you so much for listening in bye bye